Good evening, good morning, or wherever you're listening. Welcome back to the Off The Tips podcast. It's a privilege to be in your ears during your workday or your weekend and back in the hot seat to to break down the week of golf after a bit of a sabbatical last week is AC. Welcome back, mate. G'day, Cal. Good to be back. Good to talk some golf, but man, I, I copped some strays last week. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I I was listening and I was like, fuck, this is, the boys haven't missed here. But to be fair, I'll, I'll apologize for my behavior at the Warriors. Um, pretty, pretty poor drinking performance, really. Like, I, I don't even recall sending those voice memos in the car. I must admit, I woke up and I saw two of them and I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to listen to those because I knew it'd be some pretty, pretty punishing content. It was a bit like when you've had a big one and you know you spent a lot and you don't, Checky transactions. It was kind of the same sort of deal, <laughs> mate. There's there's no no judgment passed here. You can't throw stones in this in this glass house. But good to hear that you tuned in. How, how did you think Monty Monty went? A few arms, a lot of f bombs, but it's all right. It's what that that's what the little e's for. <laughs> yeah, he went well, Monty. He's very articulate. He speaks well. He. Fresh off a marathon this weekend too, and it went well for those that um, were wondering. He went under four hours, which was his aim, so that was cool from him. Good to see from him. Um, Apparently the big fella was uh, massively in the in the hurt locker for a couple of days following. I haven't actually followed up today, but would be keen to know how his, how his pins have, have pulled up because I think he was – <laughs> in a serious world of hurt. Yeah, Monty's the type of guy, I, I have yarned to him today, but I actually haven't asked. And he's not the type of guy who's going to moan to you unless you actually ask how he's going. But I'll have to flick him a message after this and see what's up. But I imagine, man, I reckon day two would could potentially be worse. Yeah, just that lactic acid just swarming those, those pins. And... From put, having eyes on him in Queenstown, he's looking pretty trim. Like there's not there's not much to him at the best of times, and he was he was pretty slender mm. when when, it, when I saw him. So oh yeah, those those pins will be in the pain cave. But what what's new with you? Week off last week, mate. Just recoup. How was the weekend? It was great. I just parked up and watched Magic Round and NBA playoffs. Really. They're, there wasn't a lot of productivity from my end though. It was just oh, just a weekend just to just to chill out and park up on the couch. I felt like I kind of needed it. So yeah, it was good. The one thing I will say about Monte is he is he's definitely learned a bit about the boys during his marathon training because he's always the more, more sober now, which was never the case uh, pre-training. Yeah. AC just had to get a couple, of, at least one stray in to get back at him for last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. fair enough. We'll, we'll dive dive into the golf from this week, kicking off with the PGA Tour, the, the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow. Wyndham Clark, a, a name that I probably wasn't expecting to 
read out at last Thursday, but gets the job done. Beat holds off Xander and Terrell Hatton and Co. And to to get his first PGA Tour win, a little bit of a feel good story. I don't know if you saw much of Wyndham's play this week, but he was pretty flawless on on the weekend. I must admit, I didn't catch heaps today. This sorry, this weekend didn't really. Between the Magic Round and the NBA playoffs, I just didn't. There wasn't much time for watching golf unless I wanted to just spend the, like completely the whole day in front of the couch. But yeah, I didn't. I don't know a lot about the guy to be to be perfectly honest. I I kind of did a bit of digging today, and he actually hasn't missed a cut since October twenty two, which is pretty impressive. I can't imagine many would have a streak going that well. Um, and he's kind of he's had seven seasons on tour, and this is the first one that he's gained shots approaching the green. So that's been the main kind of driver of the improvement this year with eight uh, top 20s, which is pretty good going. Did you catch much, mate? Yeah, I was up at kind of weird hours, Illinois, as I, as I always am, just a, a bit of a road customer. Uh, so I would flick it on, and yeah, he just he just looked like the one of the best players on display, hit the ball really well, putted well, and yeah, just wasn't, he played so well, it wasn't really even a contest on Sunday, so all credit to him, it was pretty impressive, but just, I want to just kind of have a look at the at the leaderboard, heading into a major championship, the PGA Championship, just to see kind of who's trending and, and who we're kind of worried about. Couple of names for me that I I saw trending. Tom, good week for Tommy Fleetwood. Another another good week without kind of scaring the winners circle. But I'm I'm pretty keen on Terrell at the PGA Championship. It depends how long it is, but geez, he just he's been fronting up all season. What what did what did you kind of think of? Or the, is there anyone that? Tickled your fancy this week, heading into the PGA Championship in a fortnight. Yeah, kind of just to echo those two, it's funny because I'm a bit of a Fleetwood hater, but then you could probably put Hatton in the same basket, like put themselves in the mix a lot and don't win heaps. But Fleetwood, I saw, I listened to a pod today and he's 144th in final round scoring is Tommy. So, man, that's... For a player of his caliber, like, and he cops shit, but when you say it like that, it's like, oh, probably fair enough then. Yeah. Jeez, that surprises me a lot for, like you said, someone who hits the ball as well as he does and is one. <laughs> he's won some decent events on the Euro Tour. I know you're you're laughing at me now, but he, he's won a few Rolex Series events and, and got the job done over there. It's, it's pretty wild to think that he just he just can't get it done in the states. Whereas at least Hatton has kind of got mm. that monkey off his back. He and he he won a, a big event in the Arnold Palmer Invitational when he was well, well, yeah. for his win on tour. But yeah, just I'm looking forward to seeing what Terrell has at the PGA Championship. Same, he's probably worried about the setup. Big fan. Yeah, potentially. I'm. Also, even further ahead, can't wait to see him in the Ryder Cup, but we can maybe touch on that later. 
The other person, Adam Scott, had a good week, T5. I must say, when I looked at the leaderboard today, I didn't really like get my juices flying wanting to tune in. Like with with Xander there, Fleetwood, I'm not a huge fan of. Like I was like, oh, I'm all good, eh? Like I can probably take a breather on this one. Yeah, it, I see where you're coming from. I I enjoy watching golf at Quail Hollow, but this was kind of the first designated event that that did have a little bit of pus sapped out of it. I don't know whether it is was because Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm weren't there. That's probably a, plays a, a bit of a part. And then Rory didn't really feature. Yeah, that's fair. You'd think if Scheffler and Rahm turned up, one of them would have put themselves right in the frame, just the way they've been playing. But I guess in saying that, like I can I sound like a bit of a, what's the word, but cynical that, you know, it wasn't a great week for the elevated events, but at the same time, Wyndham Clark just played lights out and credit to him. Like, you can't take that away from him. Yeah, for sure. A good week for Max. Anyone else you want to mention? Yeah, a good week for Max and my pants, T8. Just loves playing golf around there. And another guy kind of trending for a major championship. I know we've harped on about it before pretty much every Mm big event or major and he it's kind of the one part of his game that he just hasn't been able to get up for but hopefully one of these next two he can put his put his name right in contention because he's an unbelievable player yeah and the thing with him as well is it's good to see that he's trending back up again because he had that kind of hot start to the air and then it kind of felt like he not the wheels were coming off, but just had a bit of a flat spot. But it seems like he's kind of back on that upward trajectory, which is good with three majors still to go left in the year. I guess the the a few that I just missed cuts is Spieth and Morikawa. That, that was tough to see. And as well as Cam Young, three guys that I probably expected to have pretty good weeks didn't. Yeah, Jason Day as well had a... A guy who's had a lot of success around there, missed cut. Just looks like he's he got the yips on the final day of Augusta and still eating away at him a little bit, to be honest. But yeah, worried about Spieth. Don't know. This is very Spieth-like, isn't it? Could easily just go out and career slam I, at the PGA Championship. I also don't think Quail Hollow is really Spieth's course. It's. Mm. It's a driver's paradise there, and I yeah, I just don't think I don't think that course really requires the creativity that is when Spieth thrives. Yeah, that's it's hard to argue with that. Are we? So we're not worried about Spieth. Are we worried about Rory first start back? What did, what did you make of his display this week? I really don't know. I. I don't know where I sit with it at the moment. Whether he's part of me thinks he's kind of just conserving energy for the big ones, but then, man, he's missed the cut at the players and the masters, so that's probably a bad take. So, I it's so hard to say. This week he was really poor off the tee. He sprayed it everywhere. He was T seventh in driving accuracy, and he was also sixty first 
an approach play. So the short game was actually okay. Everything else was pretty was pretty squirrely. Yeah, he, like you said, he, he hit it everywhere off the tee. That I watched a lot of his second round, and well, oh, it was it was quite hard to hard to watch. To be honest, it's yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he fronts at these next couple of events. You could say it's rust, but geez, and and time's gone by. Like Rory would just play quite hollow with his with his eyes closed. So. Mm. Like yeah. his C game could have could have been good enough to contend around there this week. He's plays that course really well, but yeah, it's I'm a little bit concerned to be honest. Chopping, chopping, changing the putter always never a good sign. But hey, he had his best year putting last year with that spider, so I don't mind yeah. seeing him put it back in play. Yeah, I'm. Um... I'm not concerned yet, but if he if he no shows at the PGA, then it's alarm bells. But I do, I do think, <laughs> I think people Call do have a short one. memory as well. You know, he he came second at Bay Hill, won in Dubai, semi final in the match play. Like he's not, I maybe he's not as far away as people make out. There's probably another way to look at it. Yeah, and like. He's allowed to have a have a bad week. Like, yeah, he's probably had a few more bad weeks than he normally would to start this year. But like his, like I watched when I watched him play, I was like, I just don't see him playing any worse than this, and he still made the cut. And mm. So, hey, it's it's hard to put your finger on, but hopefully, it is just a little bit of rust, and ah, well, time will tell with the the PGA around the corner. Yeah, it's funny, eh, because I was thinking, like, oh, let's try not to talk about Rory tonight. Uh, he, we love – he gets a lot of air time, but we still do because he's just he's just one of those players. Yeah, and, like, he was a top-ranked player at the tournament this week and he just kind of no-show. It's mm. it's pretty hard to not, not kind of talk about him. I yeah. think if he had finished T15 – Probably could have easily easily breezed past him, but it was yeah, it was a disappointing week nonetheless. But yeah, it's you're never going to write him off, are you? At a at a big tournament, I... what it could be, it could be like okay that he's coming into a major for a while where there won't be many expectations. He kind of probably the last I don't know five or six majors he's been in, he's he's been like favourite. He's not going to start favouring the PGA, you'd think he'd be third or fourth, I'd say. If he's if he's anything under twelve bucks, it's it's too short. It's shoulders arms for me. Oh, could be it could be shoulder arms territory. Hey, what, did you ever collect your, this week? Yeah, max T eight. So not a big one, but just keep the form going. I was pretty disappointed to see Bobby Mack WD after I put him in my pants, and then I was even more <laughs> niggled to see Adrian Moronk. I genuinely hovered over him to not to win, but to to top ten. So uh, it was it was good to just get a little bit of a collect this week. It it'll be we won't be buying anything extravagant, but. It's enough to get me a couple of couple of coffees and a and a nice meal on Friday. 
I'll give you the hot tip too. The bookkeeper, he's going to give you your money back for Bobby Mack. So, yeah, couple little oh. win there. Yeah, that's 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 great news for for a Monday night. But on on Bobby Mack, we'll we'll just move straight over to Italy, should we? The yeah, the Italian Open at Marco Simoni Golf and Country Club. That's going to be the Ryder Cup venue. Uh, Adrian Moronk. Just I don't know. There's just something about Adrian Moronk. It's his third National Open, which is a pretty big deal. Like. Probably not not marvelled as much as it it used to be winning winning national opens, but as a traditionalist, I I still love it. Love seeing guys get up to win national national opens. So a good week for him. I, he's just another guy with a bit of swagger about him, and I don't think he'd look out of place on that Ryder Cup side. I'd be interesting to know your thoughts. I know you probably didn't catch a whole heap of the golf through the middle of the night, but he, um, what what do you think on Moronk? His ability to scramble is ridiculous. Like they, admittedly, it was just some um, Instagram reels, but some of the shots I saw him hit this week, <laughs> just just off the charts, just short sighted. Big open face, just flopping them to like two feet, landing them on a dime. It was pretty impressive. I think you'd think that almost books him a ticket to Rome, I'd say. I'd say so, yeah. Um, The course is going to probably play a a lot tougher, but he Mm. drives the ball really well. I think, and like you said, his recovery and, and ability to scramble is exceptional which i think is gonna yeah hold him in pretty good stead i i've got a couple of names here for you that that are potential but or not one's a potential bolter one's probably a 60 40 chance uh bob what what do you think bobby mack after a wd this week he's been playing all the time but do do you think he's on a lock well not a lock but do you think he makes a side so I actually I made a team at work today. Uh, I I can't have him at the moment. I don't think he he's won at Marco Simone, which I think will hold some weight. But I I'm not sure. What do you think? I think team fit wise though, he's a great bloke to have around. So that can help. That can help. But yeah, you have any thoughts on it? Seeing your twelve? Uh Probably not. How about you rattle off your twelve because I wasn't as prepared and didn't didn't make one. Okay. And then I've got a name actually... to put forward. Okay. So I went Rory, Ram, Fitz, Hovland, Hatton, Fleetwood, Justin Rose, Alex Norrin, Shane Lowry, Ludwig, Moronk, and Rasmus Hoygaard. You you think Ludwig's going to make the side? Uh, whether I, this is the team I'd pick. It's, <laughs> I just think Europe have to be bold here. You you got to get some young young blood in there. Like I, you could probably argue like a Seamus Power even should be there ahead of like Erasmus Hoygaard, but um, I kind of think they need to start blooding. Yeah, I I agree. I think Seamus Power should be there. Okay, but I got a name a name for you that. 
admittedly, I bought this up after the third round when he was contending. Marcel Seam had a he's had a good start to the season. Just is he <laughs> is he an outside chance to to book a ticket to Rome? He shot seven over on the fourth round, though. So. Which we don't want that. Really no, I can't have him. <laughs> Give me your pitch to put him in my side. Just passion. He's won this season. He's been pretty consistent. I don't know. Just yeah. it's just it's I, just food for thought. Yeah. Do you want me to do you want me to rattle off some of the notables that I've left off? Yeah. So. I do. Is it Migliosi? Is that how you pronounce it? I yeah. Always, yeah. I think he's a very good player. But I yeah, I had him down him. actually as well. Um, Bobby Mack, obviously. Thomas Peters, if he wasn't at Liv, he'd be straight in my side. He's just got a bit of dog about him. Could go toe-to-toe with anyone on his day. I probably – I would have picked Sergio too, I reckon. He's just – he – Most successful Ryder Cup player of all time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but one that's interesting that's one to keep tabs on, and he's in, he, at the moment, he'd qualify on points is that Yannick Paul. So he actually would get straight in at the moment. But I've oh, left him out because I don't think he's going to hang around there. <laughs> mm. And then Thomas Dietrich and Seamus Power are probably the other two. Yep. Yeah, I was going to. I had Guido, Migliosi, and. Uh, Dietrich down down here in my notes too as as guys that are kind of on that brink. It'll it'll just be interesting to see kind of what way Luke Donald goes. I think if there's any English guys on the fringe uh, that they could get the nod over mm. over some other guys, but hey, well, t- time will tell. But it'll be a good it's going to be a good Ryder Cup. I, I don't know. Have you got tickets that, or did you miss out? No, I missed out on the ballot, unfortunately. I was so keen to go. I'm mm. I'm still contemplating just going to Rome during that week and seeing if I can get someone who wants to sell one at the gate or something. I'm tempted. Yeah, well, hey, just might as well. If worst comes to worst, just you're in Rome, aren't you? So it's, it's not mm. like you're really losing out. But exactly. yeah, that... That'll be in, it'll be interesting to see if you get sold a dummy on the door. But <laughs> it's a huge language chance. barrier. I could too. just have egg on my face completely. I reckon. Yeah, no, could, could, could be worth. I'm sure some tickets will probably come up towards the time, so you can keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully, that's a big call. They are because I missed out on the first ballot. And then they were like, oh, there's been like a massive demand. We're going to do another ballot. And then I missed out on that. So I, I think it's pretty chock-a-block. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, that was pretty uneducated by me. I was, I was just kind of hoping to instill some some hope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've shut it down. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, moving on from the Euro Tour, before we – rip into our playoff holes the international crown over on the lpga tour was on this week and it was great to see well australia make the final they got 
flattened by Thailand. For those of you that aren't familiar what the International Crown is, it's a it's a teams event. It's like a mini World Cup kind of on the LPGA Tour. There's only six or eight teams. Sorry, I actually wrote about this this week, so I should know, but I've it's just slipped my mind. Uh, but, yeah, Australia got to the final and got tozed up by Thailand and at TPC Harding Park too, and it was it was quite a good watch. I, it was the first I'd seen TPC Harding Park since Colin Morikawa's alleged PGA Championship win there. But yeah, that, it was casual. It was pretty casual viewing for me. But yeah, it was a, it was it was a good change to to watch, and it's been a good few weeks of uh, female golf, which which is great. It's it's good to watch. Sorry for my ignorance, but is that the first year they've done this, or has it been around a while? No, it, the first year was 2014, and then it was it's every two years, but we haven't had it since uh, 2018 because of COVID. So okay. it's yeah, had a, it's had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, it has had, okay. had a bit of a hiatus, but it's good to be back and hopefully a, a regular. What I can't get around, though, is they were all wearing like white bibs with their name and numbers on the back. Didn't like it. Yeah, that's rank. Yeah. I did hear about that. That yeah, I don't know. I... <laughs> yeah. I wasn't wasn't for me, but hey. We'll we'll rip into our playoff holes, which are, are gonna look a little bit different from now on. We've had a bit a bit of a business meeting and decided that we're gonna revisit the way we do them and we've added a few more more segments that are going to be done either every week or every other week so i'll let ac rip in and and fill us in on what the first one's going to be because it's fucking confusing yeah so our new segment golf busters so i'm sure a lot are probably not familiar but um Effectively, on the Ricky Gervais show, Carl Pilkington does what is called Rockbusters. So he'll give out basically like a clue and it will be a band name and they have to identify what the band is. So, so for example, one of his clues was, at the moment I'm in a river full of logs and the artist was Justin Timberlake. So that's kind of, the, that's kind of how it works. Um, so it's a bit of a, a bit of a pilot this week. We'll see how it goes. They're cryptic. They're a bit rogue. They're meant to be a bit rogue. Um, so I'll, I'm going to rattle off the first couple. So kind of use that example in mind when you try to think of it. At the moment, we don't have any giveaways, but send in your answers. Um, these these young professionals haven't really stumped up for anything, but we'll work on it. We'll, there will eventually we will. be a prize for these. Oh, and just bear in mind that, so our Golf Busters is for pro golfers, so I give the initials of the pro's first name and last name. Okay, so the first one is, that fella from Glasgow can't drive a manual. What's up with that? Okay, so the initials for that is SS. Okay, I like it. I think I've got that one, purely because AC told me it earlier in the week, so I actually do, but... um... (laughs) With these as, as well, if you get the answer, more more points if you uh, send it through on a voice note, and we can and we can chuck it in the pod. 
Okay, second second clue is why is that bloke tiptoeing on the beach? What's going on there? Initials are SB. This one's quite tough. I, I'm, it'll be it's tough to get that. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do with that what you will, listeners. We promise the execution will get get better. It's it's supposed to be a little bit awkward and it's supposed to get you thinking, but. Hey, something a little bit different. Hopefully you can get around it. Yeah, I'd also like to thank uh, my colleague while I'm at it because he came up with one of those ones and it's a beauty. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. On to our, our next playoff hole, which is another new one. It's it's the not-so-pro tip. So every week either Asa and I or I will give, a, give out a golf tip that's obviously from one of us that is not anywhere near a pro. So it's just things that we think help on the golf course and they can be as rogue as as humanly possible. And this week's one I'm 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 coming in with if a golf hole is a has a four or a five on the on the T block, so if it's a par four or par five, just hit driver. I just think that's just the play. I think the further down you are, the better, regardless of where it is. Do you mean a par four or do you mean 400 metres? Oh, sorry, yeah. A par four or par five. Okay, yeah. Doesn't matter how far it is. Just dang one. It's just, just dang one. It's just it's a simple game. To, to be fair, there's some days where I'm like, the bigger the club face, the better. Like, I... Just can't bank on anything else other than a driver. Yeah, well, the amount I'm playing at the moment, I, I'm a hundred percent in the same boat. That's kind of why I said it. I just get a get a good big club head on it, and just get it down there. But the the low left miss is always in play. So <laughs> <laughs> Cal can hit them hoya left, and they they oh, don't yeah. look like coming back. Yeah, happens. What else have we got, mate? The boys are a bit rusty on these. (laughs) I must say, I feel a bit rattled. I've had the week off. I feel a bit rusty. It hasn't been my best day. It's all good. I think past Mark today, we'll we'll knock it on the head earlier. I think decent effort. Look, it was always going to be hard coming in fresh with those... uh, new playoff holes that we we have trialed really it was it was kind of a on the run sort of sort of change but let us know what you think and apart from that AC I'll, I'll catch you next week and guys cheers for tuning in and yeah hope you enjoy go well everyone why didn't you just go home that's your home are you too bad?